Today's episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, will not be heard at this time, so we can bring you the following special. Ladies and gentlemen, Chef Fade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chef Aid Live here. This is the only time we'll ever be covering Chef Aid because, well, who really aids chefs? Uh, I know, that was real bad. Uh, it is Bill and Fro here. Hi. And this is going to be a, this is our third special. Yeah, we're not going to talk about its characters, so I can't wait to skip that part. I know. Um, today, because we, uh, recently reviewed, uh, the, um, the chef, the episode Chef Aid. Yeah. We figured that we would review the album Chef Aid. And what we're going to do, what we're going to do at the end of the episode, Fro and I, we're going to pick each of us, one song we would sing karaoke to if it was ever available, and one we would not sing karaoke to. Yeah, and I don't promise it uh, will not be some singing uh, in this episode. I don't promise that. Right. Um, so, a couple of notes before we get to uh, our review. Uh, this album was released on November 24th, 1998. It was released via Columbia Record. Uh, Rick Rubin, famed uh, producer, is the main producer and executive producer. Can I ask something before you, uh, you go on? How, yes. how long after the episode is, is this released? Uh, about a month and a half. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Uh, this, this album is very interesting because of two reasons. Well, a couple, number of reasons. Number one... It had two collectible covers. Uh, does that go into detail what the collectible covers were? But it just does. Really? Yes. The other thing that is very interesting is that there were three different versions of this album. Really? You had the clean version. You know, because, you know, the, the, the good... Christian yeah, yeah. parents of, a, of the world. No. You also had the explicit um, tag, the parental advisory. And then you had extreme. <laughs> the explicit uh. version contains profanities and does carry a parental advisory sticker. But yeah. it is still censored even for lesser profanities such as goose shit. Really? The extreme version is completely uncensored. Uh, as far as how it did in the charts in 1998, it went all the way to number one in Australia. 
it went to number 14 in Canada. It reached number two on the compilation albums chart. And here in the U.S., it made it all the way to number 14. Oh, there's so much good music in this. It and really some is. Shit. Some shit music, actually. Yeah, there's some good stuff, and then there's just really bad stuff. Yeah. So, let's get right into it. And we start off with the South Park theme as the intro. Yeah, how, how can we say anything bad about this? This is just 29 seconds of good goodness. I can play this intro over and over again. It's, you could make an argument that it's one of the best TV intros of all time. Oh yeah, oh definitely. You when really it comes could. to music, yeah. yeah. Now, another thing that's really good about this album is that Chef introduces the acts. Yeah. Which is really cool. So, he introduces our opening act, which is Ozzy Osbourne, DMX, and Old Dirty Bastard, with music by The Crystal Method with Fuzz Bubble, which is a real artist, and the song is called Nowhere to Run. Not my favorite uh, song on the album, to be completely honest. I agree. Uh, Not. Uh, it's a lot of noise. It really is. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm DMX. My Macho DMX, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not a good song. No, it's just a complete mix of random stuff. Yeah, it's my least favorite song on the album. Well, well now we know which you're gonna is your choice for least karaoke to. Oh uh, no, I have some something else. Oh, for, okay. For karaoke okay. Because when I'm thinking karaoke, it would be the song that it's hardest for me to sing. Okay. So I I I didn't pick it on quality. I picked on right. my. Okay. Uh, involvement of singing. So okay. it's actually not, not that song. Alright. So, after we go through that song, Chef talks or gives a brief intro to uh, a hit from his second album, which goes into Chocolate Salty Balls. Suck up my chocolate salty balls. Put in your mouth and suck it. Um, which... I, I think we talked about this. At a, at this, is the, at, this is the one release of any single from this album. This is the only one. This is how it did in the charts. In Australia, it made it to number 14. Belgium made it to 15. Denmark made it to number 4. France, oh. France it made it all the way to number 82. Oh. In Ireland, it made it all the way to number one. Wow. In the Netherlands, it made it to number six. Okay. In Norway, it made it to number five. Boo, Norway. In Scotland, <laughs> it reached number one. Okay. In Sweden, it reached number 17. Mm. And in the UK, it made it all the way to number one. So at least we are beating Sweden at something good. Yes. 
I have no information on here in the U.S. I'm not sure if it got released here in the U.S., so... <laughs> you don't think... Put it in your mouth and sign. Yeah. Was released in the U.S.? Right. <laughs> I don't know why. And the B-side to this is Oh Holy Night and Come Sail Away. Oh, such good songs. Which we will talk about uh, one of them in a moment. Yeah, yeah. So the next song is... So what did you think about this song? Like, uh, should we give them, like, a rating from 1 to 10? Nah. No? No. Okay. I love this song. Okay. It is a good song. It, it's a longer song. It's a good song. Next up is Rancid with the song Brad Logan. Yeah, what was this? I've no idea. This was awful. <laughs> I didn't like this at all. It was really a bunch of like rock, like punk rock, and I don't know how else to put it. I really yeah. don't. It's it's still better than the DMX Osteosworn uh, <laughs> song, but but uh, it's it's not good. Right. All right. And then we get our next. Uh, and this is this is one of the best. This is the best. This is Cartman performing Come Sail Away by Styx. Come sailing away. Shake up and play, play and <laughs> And you know, what's really uh, good song. what's really good about this song is like Cartman takes a moment or two to catch his breath, and then he continues finishing the song, and then Chef gets involved, and Cartman gets pissed off, and he's like, Why are you interrupting? I'm trying to see the song! It's just, it's yeah. really good. Uh, this is my favorite song on the album. It's not the one I'm going to make right. for uh, <laughs> right. okay. But it's my favorite song. This is a really good song. It really is. Yeah, I, I love this. And then we go to uh, our next artist. And <laughs> we joke about him here in the U.S. because of his bad, uh, his bad performance on Dancing with the Stars. But it is Master P, and the song is called Kenny's Dead. Yeah, this is an okay song. Oh my god, I loved this song. I think it's okay. It's not like it's not genius. I think it's uh, a good song, but uh, yeah, it's not my favorite. But it's definitely not a bad song. I mean, it's. I mean, when you when you said genius, it's no stairway to heaven. But you know, right. it's a good, funny song. My favorite line is, "He was no blood and he was no crip," which yeah. are two gangs in the U.S. The Crips and the Bloods. So Kenny was he? Kenny wasn't in any one of them. He was his own gang. Yeah. So uh, um, we get Chef again, and he sings his next song, which was another hit. I think this was from his first album, and it's called Simultaneous. You and me, simultaneous. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of sex riff. Oh God. How, how could it not be when the title is simultaneous? I know. You and me and her and you simultaneous loving, baby. 
it's it's kind of uh, I I I think it's not as good as chocolate salty balls, but it's 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 up there. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, you see, because I think the difference between this version from the album and when it played on the TV show is when it played on the TV show, it got hooked in my brain and I couldn't get it out of my head the rest of the night. When I heard it this time around, it was like, eh, okay, I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so after that, we go to this heap of trash. Oh, this is such a bad song. It is Mace, Puffy, Lil' Kim, and System of a Down called Will They Die for You? My answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) If someone is wondering, no, is that true? Pretty much. Yeah, I no, just could not stand this song. Oh, it's such a bad song. And you know what? Here's the thing. System of a Down is a good band. Oh, yeah. And even they could not save this song. I agree. They could not save this song. And now, after that, uh, we go to our next song, and it is Perry Farrell with... DVDA featuring DJ Newmark playing the song Hot Lava. I really like this. This uh, this was maybe my my um, uh, favorite of of uh, a surprise of the album. I I I really dig it. Yeah, this was a good song. This was done really well. Um, there's really nothing much to say really no, except it was done pretty well yeah yeah and of course for those who don't know who is in DVDA it is Trey Parker and Matt Stone's band yes and if you want to know what it stands for go ask your local library yeah because we don't know well I do but I'm not gonna say it it's oh, come on no say it. Tell it to me. I don't know. All right, I'll say it. DVDA stands for Double Vaginal Double Anal. (laughs) Really? Yep. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Man, I hope you're happy. (laughs) I am happy. (laughs) Boy, am I glad this isn't recorded live. I know. Oh my All right, God. next up, oh. next up, Wycliffe Jean, featuring oh. Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny, Bubble Goose. Love this song. Oh, <laughs> this was really good. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could fill me in on this. What, what? what is Bubble Goose? And during the song, Cartman is trying to act black. Yes. <laughs> which is funny. Uh, 
such a good song. This was really good. This is one of the best songs on the album. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then we go back to Chef, who performs another song. This one is from his Greatest Hits album, and it's called <laughs> No Substitute. Yeah, uh, the worst Chef song on this album. Yeah. And this is from... Weight Game 4000 and Tom's Rhinoplasty. So, because I think he does mention Kathy Lee Gifford in the song. Yeah. So, yeah, not that good. Nope. And then we go to maybe the reason people bought this album. Maybe. Elton... I I, I would buy this just for this. Elton John. Who, bless his heart, made a guest appearance on the show, and he recorded the song. It's the full song of Wake Up Wendy. And it's so Elton John, yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. It, it sounds like everything he makes. Pretty much. Yeah. It's popping. You know, here's the weird thing. Because there are some Elton John songs I like. Right. This one is not one of them. No, I agree. I agree. This is so, uh, it's, uh, It feels like uh, a bad version, version of a... Uh, of, uh, but it sounds like everything else he makes, mm-hmm. so I guess it's good. I mean, you, you give me Benny and the Jets, you give me I'm Still Standing, you give me Goodbye yeah. Yellow Brick Road... And you guys could keep Wake Up Wendy. Yeah. And now this next song. I have no idea what the hell this song was. <laughs> I'm glad you say it. Moose Tea versus Hot and Juicy with a song called Horny. Such bad music. What the hell was this? Uh, I have no clue. Was this even a song? No. Well, apparently it did good in England because it went all the way to number two in the singles chart. No. It did. Uh, I should ask Tilly about that. <sighs> yeah. So that song is there. And then we get a re- I felt a nice surprise as far as good songs go. Oh, yeah. Devo with Haboon Stump. Yeah, I, I really like this. I I wasn't sure what to expect because it is Devo. Yeah. And I enjoyed I'm, I'm I'm not a huge Devo fan. <laughs> right. But uh no the the this uh, felt this felt like they kind of um understood uh, uh understood uh what this album was going to be about. Mhm. So they made this song. Yeah. And it ended up being a real good song. Yeah. Alright, so our next song uh, is Rick James. I'm Rick James, bitch. And Ike Turner with Love Gravy. A good uh, good person to go together. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, Rick James... Rick James and Mike Turner, Rick, both wife beaters. Rick James has the voice. Ike has the playing. Now you know. Yeah. You know something, Fro. 
uh, I actually read this somewhere. Tina Turner got uh, a, got a copy of this record, and she listened to the song. You know what she said to her agent when she finished listening to Love Gravy? No. Well, Ike's got another hit. I know, I know. Alright, then comes my favorite cover of any song on this entire album. And I feel no, so no, bad no, for saying no, it. No, it doesn't beat Cartman. Yes, it does! No, it doesn't. But I agree, it's one of the best uh, songs on this uh, city. It is Ned, friend of Uncle Jimbo, a.k.a. a chef called him, the only handicapped person in town performing Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company. Yeah. A oh, good song. This was too good. Baby. When I baby, baby, baby. Although the good, the, the good thing about this is the fact that Chef does sing in the song, so he sort of helps out. Right. Oh, oh baby. Oh, man. Alright, next up is Ween with the song The Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, nice surprise, actually. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have never heard about Ween before, uh, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, a good song. Very different. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, um... Because sometimes I'll check to see if these bands are still together. Ween, uh, they broke up in 2012, but got back together in 2015. As uh, many do, yeah. Because, you know, people were wanting the Ween reunion. Oh, yeah. Really important. Yep. Uh, next up, Isaac Hayes as chef with Meatloaf singing Tonight is Right for Love with Meredith Baxter Burney. I love this song. Meatloaf was the best part of the song. He was just going crazy and Chef was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, hold on a minute. Let's calm down now. Oh, this I, was I, really good. I just love this. Yeah. This was really good. Really, really good. Um, so next up is Joe Strummer featuring Flea, Tom Morello, DJ Bonebreak, Ben Montench, and Nick Hexum. It's a rockin' world. <laughs> oh, such a good song. It was very Clash-like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if you understand what I mean. And it's a good song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Like, you could definitely, like, if you, when you listen to it, you could definitely tell, like, if The Clash were still together in 98, this would have been a Clash song. Yeah, I understand what you mean. So, our last act for Chef Aid is the town's favorite band, Primus. 
and they sing the song Mephisto and Kevin. What a song. This is a story song. For those of you who like story songs. I don't. Really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. Like oh, okay. I did not like this song at all. This is an interesting song. Interesting, yeah. Very, very different to say. But, but it was good. It was done good, I thought. Yeah. Well, I thought. Um, so, after that, after the show is over, we get a remix from Vitro featuring the cast of South Park called Mentally Dull, the Think Tank Remix. <laughs> what was this? Basically, it was just them playing a bunch of random South Park clips. Yeah. And I sort of enjoyed it in a weird, in a weird way. In a weird way, I did as well. It felt like this, this, this was such a weird song. Hmm. Ah, oh, weird. And then we wrap up the album with Cartman singing "Kyle's Mom Is a Big Fat Bitch." It is a hidden track. Just to let everyone know, the movie will be our next special. Whenever, yes. whenever that may be. But it will be... Yeah. Pretty much. And that concludes Chef Aid, the South Park album. Yay. So, it had a running time of 76 minutes, 42 seconds. Uh, it got two and a half stars from All Music, three stars from the Austin Chronicle, it got a B from Entertainment Weekly, and it got two and a half stars out of four from USA Today. Okay. So, first off, I just want to ask your overall thoughts on the album. Uh, I rated it out of ten, and for me it's seven. too much higher. I'm going to give this a 7.5 out okay. of 10. There were some really good songs on there, but there were some other songs there that was just like, really? Do we really need this? Yeah. So, that's how I felt, and I think uh, Fro felt the same way. Definitely. Now, now comes the fun part. <laughs> the song that it, that we would most likely sing karaoke to and the song we least likely would sing karaoke to. And I think we've got to make it clear, and, and it's a good thing you did clear this earlier. This does not mean that this is our favorite song and our least favorite song. It's just, if we see this, this album, you know, in a book of, you know, to choose to sing, these are the songs we would sing, or 
the one song we would sing and the one song most likely we would not sing to. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to start with least likely or most likely? I want to uh, want to <laughs> start with the least likely. All right. Which is the least likely for you? For me, it's actually Primus the theme song. Uh, the reason why I would not sing to that, it goes too fast for me. Huh. I can't sing that fast. Okay. Uh, the song I would least likely sing would be Great Sid's Brad Logan. It's just a little too punk and a little too fast and you sort of can't understand the words. So... That's why I picked that one. Okay. And now, most likely. Uh, it has to be Elton John, Wake Up One Day. Mm. It's an uh, easy song to sing. It's, it's uh, the right pacing. It's the, it's the, the song with the most, uh, I feel, karaoke uh, swoosh over it. Right. Um... I would most likely, I would most likely sing, you know, I'm just going to go with my original pick. I'm going to, I would most likely sing karaoke to Kenny's Dead. It's okay. just, it's just a funny rap song. Um, it's very well done. Easy to understand. Easy to rap. That would be my choice. Although, Joe Strummer's It's a Rocket World is a very, very second. I mean, I can't rap, so that is kind of hurting me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, well, it, it, we gotta think, you know, it's karaoke, you know, it's not gonna really matter, you know, how good we are or how bad we are. You know, it's just, eh. It matters for me, it's goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yep. Well, that's going to do it for our review of Chef Aid, the South Park album. Yeah. Uh, maybe some of you still have that album with you. Um, uh, uh, we'll, you will post the link to the YouTube. Yes, you? yes, yeah. for the album. And, and the version that we got a chance to listen to was the explicit version. So if anybody out there has the extreme version of this... <laughs> Please share it with us. Yes. We would love to hear if there's any uh, differences. How much worse could it be? <laughs> uh. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode, this special episode. As Fro and I are nearing the end. You're nearing the end of season two. I can't wait. We're getting there. We're we're <laughs> almost in a home stretch. You just uh, gotta hang in for all, three all more. Say, all I can say that it can't get worse than this season, can it? Well, we'll have uh, to wait and see. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. For Fro, I'm Bill. Do you like making love?